Welcome to MT in 3, a mini podcast from the creators of the Music Therapy Roundtable. Listen as our roving reporter, Michelle Erfurt, asks a music therapist three simple questions. Enjoy this candid and inspirational nugget of a chat. Welcome to MT in 3, a moment with music therapy clinician and blogger Bonnie Hayhurst. Bonnie is a music therapist in the Cleveland, Ohio area, and she is the owner of the Groovy Garfus. That's the name of her private practice and her blog. She regularly presents on using the iPad in music therapy and presents at conferences and online at musictherapyed.com. Thank you for being on the show, Bonnie. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So let me start off uh, with this question. What brought you to music therapy? So uh, when it was time to decide what to major in college, I decided on psychology. And halfway through my undergrad, I got to see a music therapist work with my grandma, who uh, at the time was in end-stage Alzheimer's. And I was home on, I think it was a spring break or something. And uh, she loved music. And I remember that from you know, being a kid, huge into like Broadway and orchestra, tunes, marches, all that kind of stuff. So uh, this music therapist came in and started playing some of her favorite songs that she got a song list from my mom and her two sisters. And she had already lost her ability. I'm going to try to hold this together here. (laughs) She had already... um, lost her ability to speak and really communicate or recognize faces. But when that music started, she just bawled for the first song, which was Let There Be Peace on Earth, which looking back as a music therapist, that should have been like the closing piece, you know. But um, she started bawling, and then the music therapist switched to some marches and did some Broadway stuff, and she started conducting in her wheelchair. And it was like, sitting there watching this happen, not really understanding what was happening, but going, I got to change my major. I got to change it right now. Is that a degree? How do I get that? That's what I want to do. So I already kind of decided like allied health of some sort, just wasn't quite sure how or what. And I knew I probably wanted to work with kids to some capacity, but just seeing that music connection with someone that I knew from my childhood that had kind of lost all sense of self and then seeing them just be pulled right back out to something that I felt so strongly about growing up in a music fi- musical family. So I'd say that was a pretty powerful wow. moment. Yeah. <laughs> How did you have to change colleges then too? I actually, um, I had decided to complete my degree cause I was pretty close to mm. finishing already. So I upped my I started deciding where I wanted to go next after that and decided on the equivalency. Um, And I took every music class I could possibly take. So it was close to a double major in psych and music, but um, that way when I started with the equivalency, I could just do the core music therapy curriculum, a lot of the psych stuff I had already taken. I'm I'm convinced that music therapists are just a bunch of overachievers. Like everyone I've met, they do things like that. Like that's normal to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have that, like, powerful, and I feel like every single one of us has that, like, aha moment where it's like, yes, that's mm-hmm. what I want, sign me up now, I am all in, you know, and it's just, you do whatever you have to do to make it happen. I feel like that story you just said, you, you shared, 
was your first memorable music therapy moment. It kind of was, yeah. <laughs> It kind of was. Yeah. <laughs> but what about, what is your most recent memorable music therapy moment? Have you had okay. more since then? <laughs> <laughs> well, this one is actually, it's a new client that I'm working with, an adult. And I mostly work with kids, but I do have um, several adult clients too. So this is actually, this is um, one of those kind of stretching myself into a new territory. So I'm liking it for that part of it. So this is an, um, an older lady in her late sixties who had a stroke and then had a series of really bad complications after that. Um, some heart issues. And so once she finally got out of the hospital, which was like three months that she was Mm. in just one complication after the next, um, she was put into a long-term care facility and they were doing all of these rehabs and she kind of started to plateau And the family had heard about music therapy from another colleague in town. So I go and do my assessment and like two or three sessions in, this is uh, very recently that I saw her. Um, She still had her trach in, but she she could communicate, but she was still kind of trying to regain that sense of self that she had. And she definitely wasn't the same person that she was before it all happened. But she was kind of at that stage where she really wanted to make sense of it all and really start to express where she was at. So while, yes, we were doing a lot of NMT stuff, I was trying to do a lot of emotional stuff with her, too, to give her that opportunity to really just take control. So um, she likes 50s music. So we did Three Coins in a Fountain. And I, I think we were doing it on cue chord, and I was trying to get her to play, and Um, we were trying to throw in a little letter matching and we get to the end of the song and I always try to tie in the subject of the song to some kind of a discussion with her just to see if we're, you know, on task, we're oriented where we're at and then see if we can kind of springboard from there with memories and connections and things. And I asked her, is there something you wish for? The song talks about throwing coins in a fountain and you're wishing for something special and in the song it's mostly love, but... Um, one word, courage. And it was like, courage, like so (laughs) strong, like, so even with her trach in, she was like, courage. And I was like, courage. She said it, man. Yeah. (laughs) She said it. It was like, and to hear her say it, I didn't say anything after I just kind of looked at her because I was like, yeah, like just kind of validating it for a minute, you know? And then I was like, courage to get better big nod oh. you know? like yes awesome. that's awesome you. you are awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> so and I, we've had several moments like that since she's since gotten the trach out which is great because yeah. now she can sing because she really I don't know if she sang a whole lot before her family really couldn't fill in those details for me in terms of her childhood and stuff but um she really likes to sing now and really 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 likes to talk about the songs afterwards. So oh, it's just great. such a way for her to really feel like she's in control and know what's happening and know what's going on. It just gives her that sense of self back. So That's awesome. Yeah. High five. <laughs> <laughs> so I have my final question for you, Miss Bonnie. Mm-hmm. What do you want to plug today? Okay, so I'm totally going to plug a project that my friend is working on and Ooh. some other 
colleagues of hers. Um, and actually, you just featured her on your blog. Oh, Ms. okay. Uh, Amanda Birchfield is the curator over at Full Circle Music Therapy Community. And I'm going to totally mess up the, I got to read it <laughs> to Go you. It's so like the blog <laughs> address correct. So it's fullcirclemtc.com. Um, for those of you that want to go and check it out. And it's basically a website where you can go to get support um, from the panel of therapists that kind of serve this lifespan of music therapists from young to old. Um, and it's a way to get um, supervision as well. I actually just heard from her today that they just got approved to be a CMTE provider, which is kind of the next step and what they want to provide online for music therapists. So it's a way to kind of get some CMTE credit and then get that kind of peer-to-peer, -peer, either individual or in a group setting, um, supervision and support that we so need as music therapists. We kind of all, like she alludes to in the blog post on your page, um, <laughs> you. we all kind of speak, we speak our own language sometimes, and it's, you know, as it's been discussed online on pretty much every forum we're all a part of, um, and in blog posts too, you know, supervision is such a big part of how we process and practice as music therapists and work through things. So yes, that's going to be a very cool resource for music therapists in our field. Mm -hmm. New and old. Yes. Fullcirclemtc.com. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for being a guest on MT and three. Thank you. That wraps it up for this edition of MT in 3. Interested in more? Check out the Music Therapy Roundtable podcast on iTunes. See you there!